Hello, and welcome to I Watch This As An Adult, the podcast where I review movies from my childhood from an adult perspective. And this week I'll be reviewing 1991's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. Alright guys, welcome back to the show. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. Let's talk about it. Uh, Let's talk about how I saw this movie as a child. Uh, I saw this movie in the theater with my aunt. My aunt actually uh, took me to see the first two Ninja Turtles movies. Uh, I had to be, what, five? I think I was five years old when I saw this movie. And, of course, like every other kid in the early 90s, I was obsessed with the Ninja Turtles. I was a huge Ninja Turtles fan. Anything Ninja Turtle. <laughs> I had to have it. You know, like even those nasty ass cookies. Does anybody remember the, does anybody remember the Ninja Turtle cookies? Does anybody remember the Ninja Turtle cookies? Like the Ninja Turtle cookies, like they had like uh it was like a Ninja Turtle. I think it was like Raphael or something. It was like on on like the whole like um it wasn't really a box, it was like one of those like tubes. Or like containers it was like one of those like containers and like the whole container was a ninja turtle it was like it looked like a cookie jar it like a, a ninja turtle cookie jar and i remember i pestered my parents to buy because we were in a store we were in a store when the grocery store we were, i know we were like shopping for groceries and i remember just like mommy daddy i want that buy that for me i want this can i have this can i have this please can i have this and uh i think my dad was like you gonna eat it are you gonna eat it i was like yes yes i'm gonna eat it yes and he's like he's like all right put it in the basket i'm like yes yes and i got it home and those are the nastiest fucking cookies you ever want to eat those motherfuckers taste those motherfucking cookies taste like cardboard it's like you eating fucking cardboard and my dad my dad's a fucking troll he's always been a troll like he was a troll before the internet uh you know my dad has always been a troll so like my dad bought like all the good ass cookies right like he would get like the chips ahoy he would get the fucking oreos sometimes Keebler, Keebler is like what you get when like we would get when we weren't doing so well, you know like Keebler is kind of like, it's a good cookie but like, it's the cookie for when you broke, you know, you know like, <laughs> that's what the Keebler is for um but uh, yeah, like, uh, we'll eat Keebler when it's convenient uh, you know, so but um but yeah, my dad would get get all the good cookies, like, and then like all the good snacks. Like he'd get like all the little little little, little Debbie snacks and all this stuff. And I would try to get that, and my dad would be like, "Hup, hold up, hold up, boy. Uh, you ain't eat them Ninja Turtle cookies. Your cookies over there." He was like, "These my cookies." And I'm like, "But I want some cookies." He was like, "You got some cookies. Those are your cookies." And he made me eat those nasty cookies fucking hated it i learned a lesson though i never got those goddamn cookies again you know <laughs> i learned a goddamn lesson that everything ninja turtle ain't good you know like especially uh, they had that um they had that um that concert i remember <laughs> my dad was always my dad was always teaching me 
lessons about life. He just like that's how I, that's what I liked about my, my dad. Like my dad would just like life kick me in the ass, you know. <laughs> he would tell you stop doing that, don't do that, you know. Like he would just let my dad would just let life just kick me in the ass, you know. Like he was just like, oh, you want this? He like he'll just let me. He'll let me do it. And when I figure out it's not what it's supposed to be, he like. He's like, you learn your lesson now? I'm like, uh-huh. He's like, yeah, I thought so. You know, so <laughs> he would just let life kick me in the ass. He, like, he wasn't like a, he wasn't like a hover parent. He wasn't like, oh, don't do that. You know, like, he let me do it. And I find out that it was, it's wrong. And, <laughs> you know, and he was just like, okay, you learn your lesson now. You ain't going to do that again, right? I'm like, yep. You know, so <laughs> that's what it was. But yeah, like they had the concert. I remember they had the Ninja Turtle concert and I wanted to go. And he was like, I ain't paying no, he was like, I ain't paying no money for no goddamn Ninja Turtle concert. <laughs> and I think I saw recently, uh, like maybe like 10 years ago, I had to be like 10 years ago, I had to be in like my early 20s or something. I saw coming out of their shells. That's the name of the, the, the concert, coming out of their shells. I saw that shit like on YouTube or some shit. Man, if that wasn't the worst, like just the most fucking put together ghetto ass fucking concert I've ever seen. <laughs> that was the most ghetto shit I've ever seen. I was like, oh my god, this shit is terrible. And I think about that, I was like, my dad was right. <laughs> my dad was fucking right. He was like, I ain't paying for no goddamn ticket. That's probably like he probably in total like sixty, like like he probably paying like a hundred dollars a ticket or something like that for a goddamn Ninja Turtle concert. <laughs> goddamn Ninja Turtle concert. And I was, I, I was like mad. I was like, oh damn, man! I didn't say damn. I was like fucking six years old, but uh, you know, I didn't say damn. But <laughs> but but I was like, oh man! And I saw this shit like about like ten years ago. Like yeah, it had to be like 2009, 2010. Like I said, I was in my early twenties at the time. Probably I think I just like probably just graduated college or some shit. And I saw that shit on YouTube. That like somebody had put it up on YouTube, and I watched that shit. I was like, man, this shit is terrible. <laughs> and that's all I could say. I was like, all I could think was like, my dad was right. <laughs> he was right for not spending money on this shit. Uh, yeah, but like, yeah, man. But like, just like every other kid, man. Just like every other goddamn kid. I love the fucking Ninja Turtles. Every, it was like three. It was at least like three, four Christmases in a row where everything was Ninja Turtle. Like everything was Ninja Turtle. I had everything. I had the Technodrome, at the Turtle Van. I, I didn't have the Turtle Blimp. I had like, all the Ninja Turtle toys. Every action figure, every action figure that came out, I had to have it. Uh, uh. I remember I threw a hissy fit in like. Anybody remember Woolworths? Oh God! If you remember Woolworths, uh, you're old as shit. I remember I threw a hissy fit in the Woolworths. Uh, <laughs> because I couldn't have PandaCon. <laughs> anybody remember PandaCon? If you're a Ninja Turtles fan and you liked all the action figures, anybody remember PandaCon? It's like PandaCon wasn't even on a fucking show. <laughs> PandaCon, PandaCon never showed up on the Ninja Turtles show at all. He was not in one episode of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. 
but I wanted him. You know, it was like I want PandaCon. You know, <laughs> and my I think it was just me, mom. It was just me and my mom, and uh, I was like, I want PandaCon, mom. Can you give me PandaCon? She was like, No, I can't get you. Can't get you there right now. And she was like, I said, ah, I was just like that. And my mom was like, If you don't stop, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. She was like, that's basically what she said. She was like, you don't stop that. I'm going to beat the shit out of you right here in Woolworths. I don't care who sees it. And I was just like, mm. and I just, I think I started crying or some shit. And like, we just walked out of Woolworths and I didn't get PandaCon. I ended up getting PandaCon eventually. Uh, but, but that day, I threw a hissy fit in Walmart because I didn't get fucking PandaCon of all characters. A character that ain't even on the fucking show. <laughs> Cause they had a lot of characters. They had a lot of like action figures like that. Characters that didn't even fucking show up on the show. Uh, Merman. Did Merman show up on the show? They had a character called Merman. Uh, they had a uh 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 uh. Who else did they have? I'm trying to think of some some obscure ones. They had a, uh, a kangaroo. Wasn't gonna walk about. They had a uh, uh, Mountie Moose. I forgot. I think that was his name. I think his name was Monty Moose. You know, because like, he was like a Canadian Mountie, and he was a moose. Uh, you know, like they was they had a bunch of characters like that that did not show up. Uh, a hot spot. I think he was like a firefighting dog, like a Dalmatian. You know, and like he was all he was all like cock diesel, and like I think like he was like he was like ripping out of the goddamn uh. Like his whole, like his body was like ripping out of the goddamn firefighter uniform or some shit. Cause I was like, he just got mutated. He was like a firefighter, got mutated into a dog or some shit. <laughs> you know, like, like some weird, weird shit. Characters that never showed up. Tattoo. Anybody remember Tattoo? He was just a fucking sumo wrestler. He was just a sumo wrestler. And he never showed up on the show. I think Pizza Face, they had Pizza Face. I don't think Pizza Face ever showed up on the show. Just a bunch of fucking obscure fucking ass characters that they made action figures out of that never showed up on the show. They were never on the show at all. But I wanted them. Every kid wanted them. That's what we wanted. That was it. Uh, let's get into the movie now. Uh, <laughs> go on this rant about Ninja Turtle toys that never showed up on the goddamn show. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, uh, let's talk about the movie. Uh, the sequel was uh, directed by Michael Pressman, who also makes a cameo. I believe he plays uh, the the news director, the new news director. And uh, Michael Pressman taking over for Steve Barron, who directed the first movie. Uh, Todd W. Langan returned to write the sequel script without his partner Bobby Urbic. Uh, this movie has a Rotten Tomato score of 35%, which I think is a bit low. I would probably give it about a 65. I'd give it a 65. It's like, it's not, I mean, like, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. But, um, anyway, it, it had a budget of uh, $25 million and it brought in $78.6 million at the box office. Crushed it. Crushed the box office because the Ninja Turtles was still kind of cool. It was kind of like, um... The um the cooling off period for the Ninja Turtles, like it was about to be the cooling off period for the Ninja Turtles, cause I want to say probably around 93, 94. But that was the Power Rangers got popular. I think it was like ninety three. 
Probably like 93 is when like the Ninja Turtles started to cool the fuck down. It was like, it was like, yeah, y'all ain't, y'all ain't the shit no more. <laughs> you know, y'all ain't cool no more. But uh, yeah, so, so like this is like, they caught it just before the cooling down period. I'll talk about the third movie whenever I get the chance. Cause woo, oh boy, uh, that movie. Um, anyway, I crushed the box office. Uh, the plot of the movie. The movie takes place like a year after the Turtles defeated the Shredder. Uh, but Shredder returns for revenge. And he kidnaps a scientist named Jordan Perry, played by David Warren, to create new mutants to destroy the Turtles. <laughs> also, uh, the Turtles and uh, Splinter live with April now since their uh, home was destroyed by the Foot Clan in the first movie. Uh, a lot of noticeable changes in this movie from the first film. Uh, the first thing you notice is like the elephant in the room. The lighter, the lighter tone of this movie is not as dark as the first movie because the first movie is really, really fucking dark. It's like that. That one was more based off of the uh, Mirage Studios comics uh, that uh, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird made. Uh, you, because like I look at it now, I was like, yeah, this one like Steve Barron didn't watch the uh didn't watch the cartoon for this. He he, he followed the comic book. Uh, cause you look cause you look at the turtles, how they look. You look at uh Shredder. Uh Shredder is actually wearing the uh costume from the comic book. He's not wearing the uh the the cartoon, the animated series uh costume. He's not wearing that. Uh, even Casey Jones is different in that movie than he is from the cartoon. In uh, in the cartoon, he's kind of like a uh, knockoff of Dirty Harry. He's kind of like a parody of Dirty Harry. They kind of play him for comedy. And here, he's like more of a like a, a skull busting vigilante. You know, like he's he 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 he, he feels more down to earth in the, uh in the, in this movie in the movie in the first movie than he does in the cartoon he's kind of like just a parody of dirty harry and they kind of play they kind of play his character in uh the cartoon for comedy you know where he's just like because he even sounds like dirty harry he's like come here you filthy criminal scum you know <laughs> he even sounds like that and like he just goes around just beating everybody's ass for comedy it's like he's kicking ass but it's comedic in in the cartoon it's like, cause he's just like going around like, hey man, you're a jaywalker. And like, he just goes, hits him, he hits him with the fucking hockey stick over the head or some shit, you know? <laughs> and it just like, point and he's doing some like fucking Looney Tunes shit with that. But, uh, anyway. But yeah, you like, you can notice the, uh, the, the, like, that tone of the first movie is more about the, more from the comic book than the, than the, than the, uh, animated series. Uh, this one a lot like the cartoon like they're going for that light kid friendly comedic tone of the cartoon another thing that you notice that the turtles never use their weapons in this movie they never use their weapons uh i think leonardo pulls his swords out but pulls his katana out i'm sorry get it right katana uh he pulls his katana out but he never uses them um uh, Donatello uses his bow staff a couple of times. Uh, Michelangelo never uses his never never uses his nunchucks. Um, Raphael doesn't use his sigh. You know, I don't think he even had his sigh on him. 
half of the time in this movie. If I think about it, I don't think he had the had them on. Uh, but like he never he never fucking uses them at all. Uh, so and I think that was like that was like they was talking about that was because like parents were concerned about the violence, which is which is why it's, this movie's a little bit lighter in tone. Also, uh, cast. Uh, let's talk about the cast. Uh, Brian Toshi, Robbie Rist, Kevin Clash, and Toshiro Toshiro Obata are the only returning cast members. Got a lot of replacements, and uh, yeah, just a lot of replacements. Uh, Paige Torco takes over from Ju- Judith Hoag as April O'Neil. Uh, Adam Carl replaces Corey Feldman as Donatello. Uh, Lori Fazzo replaces Josh Paris as Raphael, and Francis Chow replaces James Saito as the Shredder. Uh, also, uh, Elias Cotez, or Eli- Elias Cotez, sorry, Elias Cotez doesn't return as Casey Jones, so the uh, surrogate male human hero is a character named Kit Kino, played by Ernie Reyes Jr. So, like, he's the, he's the male human character in this movie i don't know why elias cortez didn't come back i guess they i guess they didn't want that casey jones in here you know <laughs> which is weird because he comes back for the third one he comes back for the third movie uh casey jones but he doesn't really do shit i'll just say that he doesn't really do stuff but i'll say that for the third movie i'll save what i think about casey jones and teenage Mutant. what i think about Casey Jones and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. Um, but yeah, like we got Kino here. He's played by Ernie Reyes Jr., like I said. Uh, another thing is the Turtles are overtly, like overtly more sillier in this movie, like the master cartoon versions. Like I said, a lot of the shit, like they, they really wanted this to be like the cartoon to capitalize on the popularity of the cartoon. Uh, like even like Shredder's demeanor changes, uh, uh, like he's he, he he's a little bit he's a little bit slow, you know, in this movie he's a little he's he's a little incompetent in this one, just like the animated version of the Shredder. So like they changed that character. He he has some plans and it's like, dude, what? You're stupid, you know, like <laughs> you're fucking stupid. Uh, but yeah, like back to the turtles. Like let's get back to the turtles characters. Yeah. Uh, like I said, like, they match the, uh, even Raphael is a little bit more toned down here. You know, Raphael's a little bit more toned down. He's, uh, not as gritty and raw and rough. Doesn't curse in here. He doesn't even say kick your ass, cause, like, he's, he's talking to Kino. He's like, cause he said, you better get out of here, I'll kick your butt. Cause the first turtle, the first time, <laughs> the first, uh, movie, Raphael would have said, i kick your ass. You know, but here he says, I kick your butt. You know? <laughs> so they they kind of made him more like the way that Rob Paulson betrayed him on the cartoon. You know, a little bit more jokey, a little bit more jovial. They tried to keep a little bit of the edge. You know, because like, even like th- that Raphael had a little bit of edge, but he was a little bit more jokey and sarcastic. Uh, but um, even like Donatello, they kind of changed Donatello. Where he was kind of snarky. He was kind of like the snarky, sarcastic turtle in the first one. And they just kind of made him the brains, the, the the smart guy. 
you know, of the turtles, uh, like in the cartoon. Uh, Leonardo and Raphael stayed. Um, Leon, uh, Leonardo and Raphael. Leonardo and Michelangelo stayed the same. Uh, so got the, you got to worry about them. Like Michelangelo's silly, and Leonardo is just the stoic, heroic leader. Um, another. Th- I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna say it here. I found Paige Torco kind of bland as April O'Neil. You know, like she didn't really bring like the fire and like that saucy like personality that Judith that Judith Hoag brought to the character. I loved Judith Hoag's uh April O'Neil. Her April O'Neil her April O'Neil is probably the best April O'Neil we've ever seen we've ever seen. And like that was like thirty one years ago. No April O'Neil can ever come close to hers. Like Cause they had in the new movies, Megan Fox, she was, she was terrible. Like she was terrible as April O'Neil. She was not a good April O'Neil. Uh, like I said, Paige Torco, not that good of an April O'Neil. Cute woman, like pretty woman, beautiful woman. Uh, but she's like, if I was to say, if I was to compare the two Aprils, uh, Paige Torco's April is kind of like that good girl, like the girl next door April. Uh, Judith Hoag is kind of like that, that wild child April, you know, because even the way she dressed in the first movie, you know, like she was, she dressed very wild, you know, <laughs> and as a, as a, as a, as a four-year-old boy, it was kind of hot, you know, <laughs> it was kind of hot to me, even at four years old, I was like, oh, wow, I got a, I got a thing for her, but <laughs> <laughs> but Paige Turco, she's not a bad looking lady too. Like I say, beautiful woman. She's a beautiful woman. But uh Judy Hoag, a beautiful woman too. She still held up too. If you've seen her at like comic book conventions and stuff, she she still looks good. She's in her fifties. She's fifty something years old, still holding up, looking good. Uh but uh Judy Hoag had a story. Uh, I saw her I saw like an interview with her of why she didn't show up in a sequel. Uh, she said she didn't show up in the sequel because she got fired. <laughs> That's what happened. She got fired uh, from the sequel because, like, she spoke up about like like union laws and shit. Like, cause like the stuntmen that played the turtles, they got hurt. Uh, they didn't have like the the, the they didn't have the proper uh, things that they needed to perform their job. And it was kind of like she was like she didn't like that those guys were going through that so she spoke up and she got let go you know <laughs> like they fired her they did not renew i think she had a contract and they said they weren't going to renew her contract for the sequel that's what happened that's pretty much what happened uh because like she said like those guys she like those dudes were suffering in those goddamn costumes man it, like they were suffering and some of them got hurt and like they just had to go out there and still do the goddamn stunts, you know, because even though they got even though they got hurt, she's like it was it was terrible. It was like it was terrible working conditions, is what she was saying on the on that set. Uh, which is why I think we will never see uh like uh live action like rubber suited turtles ever again. Every every time they do the Ninja Turtles, it's gonna be. Either they're gonna be animated or they're gonna be CGI. Like they're they're not gonna do dudes in suits because uh, those those three times they had to do them in suits, like those guys suffered. <laughs> you know, like those guys 
went through the ringer. Like they said, they like they couldn't they couldn't see out those suits. They could barely see out those suits. Those suits were hot. Some of them would pass out uh, from heat exhaustion and dehydration. You know, like they 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 did not have fun <laughs> in those suits. So that, that's pretty much why, like I said, that's why Judith Hong was not in the second movie. And that's why we will never see people in rubber suit turtles ever again. You know, because it's too much of a hassle. Too much of a fucking hassle. And I'm okay with that now. Because I, I think I've seen like a behind the scenes thing and they were talking about that. And I was like, yeah, man, you know what? I don't want to see that anymore. <laughs> like, I don't want to see these guys suffer. I don't want to see any stuntman suffer in a goddamn costume. You know, that sucks. That fucking sucks. But anyway, let's move on. Um, they brought in, uh, two new evil mutants, Toka and Razar. Uh, I heard originally they were supposed to be Bebop and Rocksteady, but Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird didn't want them in the movie. For some reason, I don't know why. I don't know if Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird don't like Bebop and Rocksteady. Because <laughs> I think, like, Toka and Razar were their idea. Like, they just wanted new, uh new mutants i don't think they i don't think they cared for bebop and rocksteady i don't know the story about that but sounds like they didn't like bebop and rocksteady uh i also heard i don't know this is this is a small room and don't 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 quote me on this but i heard that jordan perry was originally supposed to be baxter stockman like i said like i don't know if that's true but that's what i heard that it like that jordan perry character was supposed to be Baxter Stockman originally, but they they thought against it. And like I said, like they was gonna do some, they was gonna do some cartoon shit in here. Like they really wanted to be close to the cartoon. I don't know if it's gonna turn into a fly in this or not, but we'll. I don't know, you know. But like I said, small, sm- very min- minimal fucking rumor. I don't know if that's true. Uh. Let's talk about the fight scenes. The fight scenes in this movie are a little bit more comical. A lot more comical, actually. Like, just to, uh, you know, tone down the violence. So, like, they kind of made it, like, slapstick humor. Uh, violence is what they did, basically. Uh, the final fight in this movie is very disappointing. Because it's not even a real fucking fight. Uh, <laughs> it's not even a real fight. Because, like... Uh, at the end, uh, Shredder drinks the mutagen, he becomes Super Shredder, shout out to Kevin Nash, uh, <laughs> and, uh, he just starts, kind of kills himself, he just starts bashing up this, like, pier, like, cause they're, they're under a pier, him and the turtles are under a pier, and, like, he just starts bashing up the goddamn pier, and the, the fucking pier falls on him, and he fucking dies, that's it, and the turtles, like, jumped in the water, to save themselves so like yeah very disappointing final fight but overall this movie's uh the movie is like not better than the first it's not better than like, the, the first will always be the holy grail of ninja turtles movies to me i don't care what they make the 2000 was this 2007 tmnt movie that was good that was the, the closest i want to say to being a perfect ninja turtle movie i don't like that final act that final act kind of brings it down a little bit but i do like the 2017 tmnt movie i like that one a lot but the first teenage mutant ninja turtles holy grail of teenage mutant ninja turtles movies they will 
I don't know. I don't know what Seth Rogen's gonna do. Maybe he'll make a better Ninja Turtles movie. I don't know, because I know I think Seth Rogen's making a new Ninja Turtles movie. We will see what what happens with that. But like I said, this movie's not terrible. Not that bad. Like I said earlier, not that bad. You can really feel the contrast from the first movie as to this one. You know, like it kind of throws off the movie a little bit. But I still had fun watching it. I still thought it was funny. You know, like, if, if anything, it provided me some comedy. You know, like, <laughs> if anything. But, yeah, like, it's real, it's really middle, it's really, like, middle of the road to me. So, I give it a 3 out of 5. Join me when I will return to my regular podcasting schedule on Sunday. I will be reviewing Road Trip. No, not Road Trip. I'm sorry. Excuse me. I will be reviewing... Jury Duty with Pauly Shore. I'll catch you guys later. Peace.